Welcome to episode nine of the Facts and Blog and Podcast. We are still going uh, a little lo-fi as we're all still on quarantine and such. Uh, but as you could tell, um, uh, Pat and I are live uh, from the office. Uh, pun very much intended. And uh, joining us this week, we have Kurt, our director of marketing, as well as Jay. Uh, Jay is returning to the show for the second time, uh, is our director of product management. Yes, it's the repeat. Uh, but today we're really excited to talk about uh, the retail launch of our Bantam 9mm uh, pistol caliber carbines. And Kurt, since this is your first time on the show, ironically, Minus you yelling about Asian Kit Kats in episode two. They were so good. (laughs) Besides that, um, if you would just uh, tell the folks a little bit about uh, what you do here at Faxon, how long you've been here and uh, all that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, I'm the director of marketing. Um, I've been at Faxon for three years now, I think. Um, Yeah. And it's just, it's been an amazing uh, ride Um, just to be able to really, um, see the brand grow and just to be able to be a part of that has been awesome. Very cool. All right, guys. So let's talk about the nine mil PCCs. Uh, you know, I'm going to open this up to Pat and Jay, you know, how did this come about? How did we decide that, you know, with the launch of the rifle lines that we wanted kind of an AR nine, if you will, you know, involved with it, uh, what, what did that look like to start off? Um, the the big thing with that is, you know, we've been selling the the nine mil PCC parts and accessories for probably about four years now. Uh, we started with PCC barrels. We have four different lengths, um, all in nine millimeter. From there, we started offering a, a bolt carrier group, and uh, we kind of built that product line out. We were getting a lot of interest in it. Um, we were selling a whole lot whole lot of parts um the bcg specifically has been one of our best-selling products over the last three years um we've shipped over ten thousand of them um so it's been you know a huge product line for us on the part side uh then the decision was made you know let's let's first step into complete upper receivers so people could drop their upper onto any pcc lower and be good to go and then from there it was you know let's just do the whole gun. Um, but you know, let's, let's do a lower, let's build it out the way we would want it and offer it as a complete package. So that's kind of the, uh, the, the route we went. And, you know, the, I think one of the most interesting things about it is the sheer fact that it's in the first line. So for those of you who aren't familiar, you know, our complete uh, rifle lines come in the first line, which is kind of geared towards the entry level, um, you know, gun owner, somebody who's looking to get into their first AR style rifle, uh, obviously PCC as well. And, you know, they're, they're, they're feature rich for being stock, but there's definitely room for upgrade. You know, they're kind of meant to grow along with you. Whereas our summit line is going to be the ones that are a little more already like special outfitted how did we come to the conclusion because these were about ready to launch before I, I came on staff how did we come to the conclusion that yes we want the bantam uh nine mils to be part of the first line and not the summit line so the ar9 itself is uh fairly 
uh, entry level friendly uh, platform, you know, so it sort of made sense to us to make our first two offerings in the first line. Yeah. And, you know, Kurt, from a marketing standpoint, because obviously you guys were building up the branding and everything for the Bantam uh, before I came on staff, you know, how did that how did that look kind of how did that take shape? And, you know, what what decisions were made to make it go like, yes, this this one is going to be first line. And we want to capitalize on what Jay said of, you know, this is something that is pretty, you know, entry level friendly as far as the platform. It was really for a couple different reasons. I mean, one, the, the main thing is and I think that one of the main reasons that a lot of people like the AR9 platform is, I mean, obviously, the the ammo is less expensive. Um, and it's just, so it's, it's easier to, sh- it's, you know, more cost effective to shoot. But the hard part is, is if you look at a lot of other, other PCCs on the market, the, the price points on them are, are really high. Um, and so that was one of the big challenges that, that we really had to work through was to try and figure out, all right, how can we offer, you know, a really strong offering, but, but still, you know, keep it at a price point that, that fits the need of, of folks who wanted to have it, you know? And I think the other piece to it too is, um, it, the other reason that we put it in the first line is as we did, as we focused on that first time shooter, um, it's not, honestly, it's not that there's less recoil on the PCCs. It's actually a little bit more, not much, it's negligible, but I think it's also just, it's a perception thing, you know? Um, ARs a lot of time they're, they're louder. And so for a first time shooter, that can be a little bit jarring. Um, and so it is, I just think that the, the, um, AR nine, the PCCs are just more approachable in a lot of ways. Um, now granted, uh, not that we're officially endorsed by them, uh, but we do, you know, the Glock style mags on, uh, on the, uh, PCCs, um, which obviously we do with the FX 19s. What do you think are some benefits of standardizing from our, you know, kind of what style, what family, uh, we go in as far as magazine type, um, you know, what's the benefit of having, you know, the FX 19 and the Bantams kind of running in that, in that same ecosystem. The, the big part for that, um, especially on the Bantam line is availability and affordability. Um, there's a ton of companies beyond just Glock making magazines for the Glock platform. So like in the case of the Bantams, we ship them with 31 round ETS magazines um, that, you know, allow us to ship like a full capacity magazine, the same capacity you're used to in a standard AR uh, without driving the price up because we're having to buy factory magazines. Um, So the the other big part to that is a lot of consumers own Glocks. Um, So the magazines are readily available both aftermarket and factory. a lot of people just have a, a pile of them at home. So you could, you know, you could buy the Bantam and, you know, you get your one magazine from, um, you know, that it ships with. But if you've got a whole box of Glock mags at home, you don't need to go spend a bunch of more money to get, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 mags um, for your carbine platform. Right. Now, I do want to posit my my next talking point by saying I and we, all four of us here, fully understand that state to state, 
uh, and uh, police department to police department, there are different rules about what type of guns you could carry and uh, which ones you could own and all that kind of stuff. You know, sometimes we get comments and feedback and people are just in the vacuum of their local jurisdiction is like, well, why, why, why would you do this? You know, it doesn't make sense to me, but we're looking at like, the entire country, you know, when we're, when we're making these offerings and understanding that place to place, it's going to be different. You know, what you could have, whether you're talking about, you know, rifle length or, or threaded barrels on ARs or or whatever. Um, But I do know that the law enforcement folks I've talked to uh, like the idea of it and like the idea of having an AR nine in their possession, you know, whether it's their cruiser gun or whatever, because if they've standardized, nine mil side carry with a Glock mag, you know, if stuff really hits the fan, they are interchangeable between, you know, the, the PCC, you know, and the, uh, and the, you know, their sidearm as well. Do you guys have any other insights into that or or thoughts into that? Or have you heard anything similar or differing? No, I mean, I definitely think that was part of it. And, you know, a lot of times people talk about, you know, a truck gun or something like that. And then there is the discussion, you know, do, do you want a nine mil versus five, five, six? And that's a whole other, you know, uh, topic. But I think that um, an, an, another reason that we really decided to go with, you know, the, the Glock mag compatible route is just the fact that it is. You can get aftermarket Glock mags for, you know, eight bucks a piece, you know, versus a number of the other platforms. It is the, the magazines are are a lot more expensive. And so again, as we were trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be, you know, the literally the best bang for the buck for our customers, it just seemed the right way to go. So say somebody, oh, go ahead, Pat, what did, what did you? Yeah. Have? And on the, the, the law enforcement side of things, um, personally, I would not recommend a PCC for that, for, uh, you know, patrol carbine purpose. Um, but there's also the caveat that some departments have required that if you are going to have a patrol carbine, it needs to be in the same caliber as your sidearm. So for those guys who have that limitation, you know, it does make for a good option. Um, but it does, you know, it does add a little, a, a level of simplicity if you, if you're not having to carry, you know, on a duty belt, a separate magazine or a different magazine and trying to find space for it and adding the, you know, the weight to your belt and all that. Yeah. And so let's, let's talk about, you know, the folks that maybe this, they're, they're dabbling, you know, maybe they kind of want to get into the AR9. They're interested in PCC. They, you know, what, for the first time buyer of these, you know, what is some of your advice or, or some of the things that, you know, they may find is strikingly different, um, you know, from building up, you know, a, a five, five, six kind of hobby rifle. Um, one, one thing like Kurt mentioned before is going to be the recoil. Um, it, it's an interesting, um, situation firing a nine mil out of a blowback platform, which is what ours is, is technically speaking, the felt recoil is greater, meaning that you're going to feel your body move a little bit more from shooting that because you have a heavy bolt carrier moving back and forth and it slams into the back of the barrel when it chambers that round. So it's a, you know, it's a simple yet a little bit violent action. Um, so you are going to have a little bit more felt recoil. If you're looking down a scope or a red dot, you're going to notice a little bit more movement. Now, the flip side to that is there's less energy out of a nine millimeter. So the, the concussion or the blast is not going to be as abusive. 
So for new shooters, for somebody who is really hesitant on ARs because of they're loud, you know, they're loud and they're scary. And a lot, a lot of times people go and shoot them in indoor ranges and it just exacerbates the problem. Um, it's a, it's a way to bridge that gap. Um, a lot of people, you hand them a, a new shooter, you, you put a handgun in their hand. They will never shoot that handgun as well as they could shoot a pistol caliber carbine. So it, it's just a way that you can get somebody new, more comfortable, um, with the idea of a rifle and, and get more comfortable being in the environment of the range, um, and, and kind of use it as a stepping stone, um, to, you know, to other carbines and other rifles down the road. Um, for the folks who, who are looking to buy this, what, what have been in the past, just like the most common uses of a nine mil PCC, you know, is it, is it a home defense? Is it more of a, a target weapon? Is it just more of a hobby gun? Like, what do you think the, the largest market demographic has been for, for a nine mil PCC? Um, I think the, it, it's kind of a balance, um, between, Planking. Um, a lot of people have either built or bought their five, five, six ARs and their 300 blackouts and all the other stuff. And, and as the parts market has become, um, you know, larger for the PCC platform guys, a lot of times are just looking for what's the next thing to build. Cool. I'll do a nine mil because the ammo is relatively cheap, you know, especially when shooting out of an AR platform. So that's been a major part of it. Um, it's just a, the builders, the tinkers, and and the guys who want to go out and shoot an AR, um, but pay you know a, almost half as much for the ammo as you would with a five five six. Um, there is a, a lot of competition that's being done now with PCCs. I believe IDPA and I believe USPSA both have PCC divisions, um, so that has grown significantly. Um, and then there are some people using them for home defense. Um, again, it's, it's still just a nine millimeter, um, but they may be more comfortable shooting it and it's better than, you know, having to use a 22 or use a handgun that you never take and shoot, you know, at least it's controllable like a rifle is, um, the big thing we recommend if you are going to consider using it for home defense is absolutely test your self-defense ammo out of any PCC before you ever, you know, load it and put it next to your bed stand. Um, because with the, the way the PCCs are built, the lowers um, can cause some issues with feeding um, if they're not angled correctly. So, you know, we have not sen seen any issues with that in our shooting, um, but we have seen it in the builder side of things with people using other lower receivers. Um, so if you are going to take that home defense route with the PCC, make sure you're testing it out with the ammo that you're going to use for self-defense. So you have, you can be sure that you have proper, you know, function and ejection and, and, and every, everything's working properly because uh, you don't want to have to go to use that in a terrible situation and, and you have some type of malfunction. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something that I think even on a handgun side of things, people don't always do when they're practicing, uh, you know, like what I like to do is even taking a handgun to the range. Obviously I do a ton of target load and all that sort of stuff, but 
like the last mag that I feed, I normally put my home defense rounds in it and just kind of just again, see how it's shooting, see how, how I'm doing with it, see how it feels. Is it causing any, you know, is it, is it causing any jams or malfunctions or, or things like yeah, that? Yeah. That, that, that is um, something interesting with the, uh, the PCC, um, where it might have an advantage over your, um, home defense handgun or something like that is if you shoot target loads and then you load self-defense ammo in there, you know, good hollow point rounds, you will notice an increase in recoil. Um, the, the rounds are more stout. So a lot of people don't practice with that ammo. Um, and it's a lot more noticeable when you're doing it in a handgun. If you are shooting it out of a PCC, that difference is going to be a little bit more negligible because you have more points of contact on the on the rifle or carbine or pistol um, than you would on a handgun. So it gives you a little bit more control. So let's talk let's talk the build route here. And obviously we've said before with the first line, whether it be the Bantams or the Ascent rifles, um, you know, these are things that we want people to feel comfortable to upgrade when they're ready, you know, as far as things like handguards and, and barrels or BCGs or things like that. You know, if somebody's coming from the, you know, the 556 school of building and they're coming into the AR9 school of building, what are going to be the main kind of similarities and or differences, you know, between between the two platforms? Uh, I think... In terms of differences on the builder side, um, new builders need to be aware in the AR9 platform, there's uh, this concept of last round uh, bolt hold open. So, you know, I, I think that for a new builder who's not used to AR9 stuff, uh, you know, definitely understand what that what that means, understand, you know, when they're choosing a lower receiver, uh, whether that's important to them or not. You know, um, it carries a price point, but, you know, also gives a feature. Yeah. And, and our, the Bantams, we, ours come with last round hold open. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. What else? I mean, what are some things that maybe people buy and scope out for 5.56 that either, you know, aren't necessarily applicable to PCC or, or vice versa? I would say one of the, the nice things about PCCs, especially the, the route that we went is, in essence, it's a it's a simpler system just because it is direct blowback. Um, so you don't have to deal quite as much with you know the the challenges that you sometimes face with ARs on um, you know buffer weights and and you know gas block or you know do do I have an adjustable or not? Some of those things um, it is just because of yeah. the inherent nature of a blowback system. It's just a lot more straightforward. So. Um, a lot of those kind of challenges aren't there. I think the other big thing is, is that, um, you know, I know we were talking about, and I, you know, like Pat was saying, and it's true for anything, especially when you're talking defense ammo, you've got to test it out. And some people are like, well, that stuff's like 20 bucks a box. So what, um, you know, yeah, you're going to probably have to put some money down, make sure that the ammo that you're going to use is going to run, you know, in the firearm that, that you're using to literally, you know, potentially defend your life. Um, so that being said, I mean, we've got, you know, versions of, um, you know, our, our Bantams that are full auto, um, you know, we've, we've done like, you know, a, a meltdown test with, um, our veteran 8888 and, and we, 
um, stopped, I think, at 5,600 rounds, um, literally because we ran out of ammo. The, the gun was fine. We were actually at a range day that weekend, and we ran that same gun all weekend long full auto and didn't have any issues. So the, the system and that platform is very dependable and very rock solid. So then kind of on more of the, the, you know, the fun side of it for the tinker crowd, I mean, this is still something that, you know, you want to swap out your, your carrier group, you want to swap your barrel, you want to swap your handguard, uh, all that kind of stuff, uh, brace grip. Those are all things that are, you know, still available to you. You know, it's like you were saying, it's a simpler system, but it's not necessarily less, um, you know, less, uh, customizable, I guess is, is a way to put it at least from like, a uh, you know, a frame, a hold, uh, you know, a, a grip type of, of scenario. Yeah. The, the, the PCCs, um, at their core are still AR based platforms. Um, they use the same hand guards. Um, you can or can't use the same upper receiver or, you know, it's your choice. Um, but you can use a standard mil spec upper receiver. The lower receivers are going to be slightly different in in the bolt hold open mechanism. Um, there's a transfer bar that travels, but like with our receivers, which we will be selling separately as well for the builder crowd, um, you can still build up your lower like a standard AR lower. Your differences are really going to be in your buffer weight. You need a heavier buffer for the blowback system, but you can use for the most aftermarket triggers. There's a few that don't work, the real light ones. Um, but most aftermarket triggers, safety selectors, grips, trigger guards, all, all of those things are interchangeable. You're going to use the same buffer tube. So you can mount any standard stock. Um, it's a mil spec upper, so you can mount any any standard AR-15 handguard that would mount to a mil spec upper. So you're not limited on your options um, outside of a few components, and and even those, you're only limited by a small segment in that group. Yeah, I mean, I think the only missing components between the two is gas block and gas tube. Yep. You know, which I mean means that you don't have to worry about aligning a gas tube. It it does you know remove some options for customization based on uh, you know adjustable gas blocks and being able to tune a system by way of gas. But you know, aside from that, yeah, I think the only other thing, yeah, you're working. I think the with. only other thing that, yeah, you and this is kind of obvious, but um, you know, just to watch out for is is your muzzle device. Obviously, it's got to be a nine mil muzzle device. Um, and I know that uh, different companies have different thread pitches. So just be aware of that. And, and when you're shopping, you know, just make sure what your barrel is and that it matches up with the muzzle device. Now, something that we're working on for all of the items in our first line are these different, you know, upgrade packs and things. And and again, this is one of the the beauties of Faxon going ahead and saying, okay, we already make all this stuff, you know, time to put it together into full, you know, into full firearms. So even just shopping our website, you know, you could go from buying the the first line and maybe in the in the year, the first year that you have it, you decide on the PCC, hey, you know, I want to try one of the integral barrels or maybe I want to try a different profile and, and you know, throw uh, one of the muzzlock devices on it. You know, all that kind of stuff, you know, you could even just do 
you know, straight up from uh, from our website. Pat, when we're talking about this launch, obviously we've been building them and things, you know, uh, uh, and we've already had dealer orders and such. What do, what do you think some, uh, you know, some of the feedback has been from different uh, dealers in our network? You know, what are they liking about this? What makes this attractive to not only the consumer, but also the reseller? Um, the biggest piece of feedback I've been getting um, outside of our price point is just quality. Um People are very happy when they pick it up. It's a very well-built gun, um, solid. You know, they, they feel like they're holding something that's, that, that's quality. Um, and then what they're getting, you know, the price point that they're getting that quality for. Um, in the PCC market, we fall less under $1,000. Um, so MSRP's, you know, 925 to 975 Street price is going to be a little bit lower than that. So for around low to mid 900s you can get you know a free floated handguard a last round bolt hold open all built all ready to go you know just throw your sights or optic on there and you're ready to shoot um whereas previously in the market you generally had to go upwards of a thousand dollars for that and in a lot of cases you're paying Twelve to fourteen hundred dollars, and really the only difference you'll see in those guns and ours is just some of the furniture. You know, it's it's a different grip and a different stock, maybe, um, but there's not any functional differences. There's not any real improvements beyond what we're offering. So that that's been something that people like a lot. Um, there's a lot of lower price nine mils on the market, um, but for the most part, they don't have last round bolt hold open, which if you're if you don't mind it okay um but a lot of people who are shoot used to shooting ars um it, it's really weird to not have your bolt lock back and not be able to really it's tell yeah to not be able to tell when you're out of ammo um what we've seen is we take new shooters to the range a lot mm-hmm. and they shoot that you know they empty the gun and then they're trying to crank the safety selector back to safe when the hammer's forward on a lower that doesn't have a last round bolt hold open and you can actually break stuff that way. Um, and new shooters don't know, they just are trying to actually put the gun into safe. Um, but they can damage the gun that way. So, you know, that, that, that's one of the major things that, uh, that our setup brings to the table, both in the complete guns and just the, the standalone lowers that will be available separately. Very good. Well, guys, you know, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, we are, you know, recording this on Wednesday, the 8th. This episode is going to go live uh, midnight, so 12 o'clock Friday morning, the 10th. And the 10th is the day that we are releasing these on the website. Um, so a couple of things. One, you could track with us on the countdown, uh, both Instagram and Facebook, uh, at Facts and Firearms. You can also, uh, we're switching oh, yeah. backgrounds. Look at that. The wait <laughs> is over. <laughs> We everybody has become Zoom pros during this uh, during this quarantine for sure. Um, but you could also still, in the meantime, if you're getting this uh, episode early or you grab the audio early uh, from your favorite podcasting app, you can still get online and sign up for the in stock notify. So as soon as we get them on, um, you know you'll you'll get uh, you'll get the notification in the in the next round of email blasts. So make sure that you look out for that. And again, we're going to be launching these on Friday, April tenth, twenty twenty. And uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. 
It was a pleasure having you. Pat, Thank you. do you have any more uh, fun backgrounds that you want to throw? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just going to let one play a little bit here. <laughs> that's, that's saucy all right guys well thank you so much and just like we've been doing in the last couple of weeks we are going to cut from here give you our guardian purchase program overview uh, we've had such tremendous uh, feedback on that and every time we mention it uh, more and more people are signing up and we're super excited to be able to serve uh, our, our first responders our military community um, so much so you will find that not only in the link of this video uh, but also the tutorial right at the end. So without any further ado, we'll see you next week. We want to extend our deepest gratitude to military, police, first responders, and more by saying thank you with special pricing and discounts on all facts and products. Here's how you get started. First, you'll head on over to our website, factsandfirearms.com. From there, you'll want to click support, and Guardian Purchase Program in the drop-down. Then you'll see the instructions on how to get started, so let's just walk through those. First, you'll wanna register for an account on our website. If you've already bought something from us on our website before, then this part's already taken care of. Second, you'll want to send a copy of your credentials or some reasonable verification of affiliation to customer service at factionfirearms.com. We get a lot of emails where people are like, hey, will this count? Will this ID count? Will this VA card count? Chances are, yes, a lot of them will count, but make sure you attach an image or a copy of that verification to the email before you even ask customer service. That way they can expedite the process for you. As soon as the account has been created or updated, we will send you an email letting you know that you're ready to go. The discount will be available anytime online when you go to your shopping cart. If you have any more questions, please email customer service at factsandfirearms.com.